Hello, and welcome to Brand Clarity by Visions to Images, where we focus on strategy and business development for entrepreneurs at all different levels through branding and digital marketing techniques. Susie Libertor is the founder and art director of Visions to Images Creative Services, LLC. For the last decade, she has personally been instrumental in bridging gaps between the global digital market and neighborhood locations for some of the biggest brands around. Growth is possible for even a single location with the right professional branding techniques and Susie's signature strategies of Visions to Images. Stand out from your competitors and bring your visions to life while watching your sales skyrocket. Your host for this is Susie Libertor, owner of Visions to Images. Hello, today on the podcast, I have Stacy Swift with Franchise Matchmakers, and she is a franchise broker. I'm excited to have her come on. We're going to talk about the Franchise 101 basics. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Tell me first, I mean, there's so much misconception as we were talking. What is a franchise and kind of like, where do people get these stereotype things? I mean, there's during the pandemic, there was so much talk about, oh, I want to support small local. And then what ended up happening is people were bashing franchises because they're not locally owned and operated in Facebook groups. And I was like, hold on. No, they're locally owned and operated. They're great in the community. So tell me kind of like, what is your take on what a franchise is? Uh, Well, a franchise is, it's a type of a business model. So you're you're buying into a system that is proven that has you know they have a track record they've they've done it so you're you're not starting from scratch you know a true entrepreneur may not be a good fit for a franchise if it's got to be their idea and they have the knowledge and the ability to build a business like that that's great but many people coming out of the corporate world who've never owned a business before and this is kind of a new venture for them you know a franchise is a great model because you have it's your business you own it but you've got somebody holding your hand, you know, and there's a system to follow. It's kind of a, a roadmap, if you will. Yeah, I love I love it um, in a sense because people like, like you can have their hand holding, but they're still their business owner, right? Like they're not starting from scratch. As an entrepreneur myself, I know that I've had to make so many decisions, so many mistakes, all of these pieces and components. And when you get into a franchise, you get all of this extra added benefit with it. So I love that. Why do people typically get into the franchise industry? You know, I think really just because of what we just talked about, that it's most of the people I work with are mid, midlife. They're, they've been in the corporate world for maybe 20 years, 25 years. They've either decided they want out or the corporate world has decided they want out. You know, they, they, their job may have left them. So they're looking for something different and wanting to take control, take charge. And a, a business is a great opportunity, but they don't have that true entrepreneurial ability to say, well, I'm just going to go start something from scratch and hope it works. Right. So they look look at franchises because again, that system, that structure, that support, I hate to use this phrase because it's you've heard it a million times and it's overused in the industry, but you're in business for yourself, right. but not by yourself. Right. No, I like that. I think that's true. And I think to that point, as, as far as I know, working with franchise industries, they have support. Like a lot of times when they do marketing, they can go back to their marketing and corporate and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Or they can guide you and help you in that sense. I know so many people have that support, which is great, but then they also hire outside or internally. There's so many great benefits to it. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. So many people think that, well, you know, franchising is so strict and it's black and white. You have to do everything they say, 
That's not really true. You know, there there's flexibility in a good franchise system and they they actually look for the franchisees to provide input and come up with ideas. You know, maybe they'll try something new. You know, you can't go add burritos to your menu at McDonald's, but you know, if you had an idea for a product or something that you thought you might want to try, um, you, know, you can take that to the corporate headquarters and say, you know, could we could we test market this? Could we try this for input? So that it, there's some gray area too. Yeah, no, I love it. That's perfect. So what would you say? Well, first, let me ask you this question. What is a broker? So you're you're considered a franchise broker. What is a broker? Tell me more about that for people who might not know. Well, we're called many different things. Franchise brokers, franchise consultants, franchise advisors. Right now, I'm a member of IFPG, the International Franchise Professionals Group, and we have about 600 concepts in our inventory. So I help my clients find the best concept for them. You know, if they come to me saying, hey, I want to own my own business, but I don't know what, we're going to do a pretty thorough interview and kind of figure out what are your skills? What are your goals? What are your interests? What are your financial capabilities? And then help them find concepts to explore that kind of fit them. And when they make the decision, it's a free service to them. We're like a recruiter. So the franchisors pay us mm-hmm. to help bring, you know, new owners into their system. It's a win, win, win. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I kind of know all about the brokers, but I'm curious because so many times people come to you or me and they're like, hey, I want to do something, but I don't know what. And it's perfect to kind of make that introduction. We get a lot of people who say, you know, I want a Chick-fil-A or yeah. I want a In-N-Out burger or something just because that's what they've heard and that's what they know. And when you start talking with them or really start digging a little deeper, it doesn't fit them at all. You know, they, they equate franchising equals French fries, and it's all about fast right. food, showing them there are thousands of other opportunities that might be a better fit for you. It's really eye opening. Yeah, I love that you touched on that because I remember when I started talking to like my business associates and I was like, oh, I'm going to niche down to franchising in marketing. And they were like, oh, like McDonald's? And I was like, no, there's so much more to the franchise industry than McDonald's or Starbucks or all of these food restaurants, right? We're always associated with those, but there's so many more names. And I love that you talk about, you know, finding something that they're passionate about because they have to enjoy what they do and they don't need to do Chick-fil-A if they just heard it from somebody, right? Like, let's explore the options. Let's look at all the good, all of the bad and find something that's going to make you excited to do every day. I think that's the key. And I'm going to elaborate on the passion, if you don't mind, because I I have kind of a different feeling about passion. You know, I've I've done uh, my own little video where passion, I think, is overrated. You know, people think, well, I have to find a business that I'm passionate about. And I would caution you to step back from that. Why don't you find a business that will allow you to enjoy your passion? For instance, I used to own uh, handyman franchises. Okay. I am not a handyman. I am not passionate about the handyman business. Right. But I knew that was a good business. It was a needed service. I knew we could, you know, with the system and model that I was a part of, we could do it better than what was out there. And I could build that and grow it and allow me to do the things I want. You know, the the example I always use is because this was a real client who came to me and he was passionate about golf. Mm-hmm. So he wanted a golf store. And I, you know, the more we talked about it, I asked him and said, well, gosh, so if you own a golf store, do you think that means you're golfing every day? You're probably behind the counter selling golf products to your friends who are out golfing all day. And does that feed your passion? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's not. So find the business that is a good business that you can get excited about. Certainly. Right. 
and grow and do what you need to do with it. But then it allows you to go enjoy your passion. No, I think that's interesting. That's a good point to put out. Hey there, I want to interrupt this episode with a quick message. If you're listening to this podcast episode and want to learn about branding your franchise or small business, then go to brandingbridge.com. That's branding-bridge.com. So the next question I have for you, and I'm going back to stereotypes again, is people think, oh, it's so expensive to buy into a franchise, right? So do you often get that kind of pushback? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people are surprised sometimes when they find out that the investments can be very reasonable, just really depends on the business. You know, if you're looking at something like a McDonald's or something with a a fixed retail location with a lot of build out and inventory and equipment and signage, of course, it's more expensive. But look at the home services industry, senior care industry, some of those that maybe can be started from a home office, uh, maybe with very few employees. Those are much less expensive to get into and your overhead is much lower. So yeah, I think it's I think it's very surprising when people think, you know, you can get into a good business for even, you know, $150,000 or less and you if you can qualify for a loan, you need, you know, maybe 25% of that out of your pocket. Right. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that people I I often hear um and even working with franchisors and franchisees they're always like, "Well, we were really close to getting a deal and then the finances came in." And it's one of those things where it's better to know now than later, I guess, but they get stuck and they're like, "Well, I don't know if I can afford that. I don't know if the loan's going to go through like all of these little things, right?" So it's like that's why a broker is so important is because you can kind of pull those pieces apart before you get really far in the process and then I have to pull out. That's a good point. I and mean, that's that's one of the first things we talk about is, you know, what are you comfortable investing and where is it going to come from? And then maybe it's a good idea for you to talk to one of my lending contacts, let them explore. What do you what are your options? You know, what what could you do? That way we know before we start getting excited about businesses what they can afford and what they can't afford comfortably. So my last question for you is kind of about marketing. So what is the number one tip that you would tell somebody in the franchise industry um, to do for their marketing? Kind of broad, but I would say do it. I think, again, that's a misperception that so many people think, well, the franchise just, they do all the advertising for me, right? I know they don't. You know, that's your role as the franchise owner. You have to market locally. And I think that comes from the system. Also, you know, every every business is different. Is it direct mail marketing? Is it you know, internet SEO type of things? Is it local networking? Is it mailing out coupons and fl- whatever it might be? But you need to figure out for that particular business, what have they proven works? And then you need to get out and make it happen and do it. I agree. I mean, I obviously I'm going to agree with that 100%, especially because I mean, corporate can give you all of the marketing tools you need, but and they can still be posting to social and stuff. But when you have a local story and you show up locally, you're going to get way more traction than anything else. And, and that's kind of why we are so involved with the franchise industry, because there's just so much opportunity there. Getting involved with the community, sharing the stories. I mean, I work with franchises that have been around for 20 plus years and they're like, yeah, I love I love hearing my story over and over again. And the community loves it. And they've been so supportive. So I am a huge preacher of local marketing, et cetera, whatever that looks like for you. Well, and I think you, I hope you would agree also that it's, you know, people tend to cut back. They're afraid to, you know, nobody wants to spend money. It's like, well, I just, I just invested all this money in this business. I have to, I have to get some, 
some revenue coming in before I can spend money. And that, that, that to me is the wrong attitude. You right. should have absolute marketing budget set when you go in from the get go and spend it. Don't be afraid to spend it. You it's, you know, the old adage, you have to spend money to make money. So you've got to get out there and marketing is not free. You know, you have to get out there and do what you have to do to make it happen. I love that. I love that. And so, yeah, figuring out a plan and strategy, all of those things for marketing is so important. It's better to start with something than nothing is what I tell people. And you can grow and blossom into something obviously more extravagant as time goes on, but you want to really make sure you got something going and it's strategized because we can sit here and post to social media all day, but if it's not converting, it doesn't matter. I agree completely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your great insight on this. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, they can go to our website, franchisematchmakers.com. That's probably the easiest way. There's a lot of information on there. Um, there's a, a funding calculator so they can kind of get an idea of what they might be able to afford. There's a list of different franchise concepts by industry, blog posts, tons of informational articles. It's a great resource, franchisematchmakers.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And it was great to chat with you. Thank you, Susie. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening in on today's Brand Clarity episode with Susie Libertor. Two things. First and foremost, please, if you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave some positive reviews. Also, don't forget to sign up for Stop Sending Your Customers to the competition and get my insider secrets to compelling branding that converts. You can find that at branding-bridge.com. It's a free workbook for you to check out right now all of the branding techniques and strategies that I use for my paying clients.